Assalamu alaikum, vanakkam, ayubovan, and welcome to this week's podcast episode of Brown Table Talk. I'm your host, Zainab, and my pronouns are she, her. And today we are catching up with a special guest, all around goddess and trans activist and pioneer in Sri Lanka, Bhumi Harendran. Woo, Bhumi, hi, Bhumi. It's so excited to have you on board, especially when we're doing all of these trans segments and trying to understand the nuances of the trans community as well as trans issues in Sri Lanka. We're so excited to have you on board. Hi, Bhumi. Hi, Zainab. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking your time off your busy schedule for coming in. For just to give our guests a bit of a intro to who you are it's impossible that they don't know you but for the few who live under a rock this goddess is been working for the rights of trans persons for over a decade she's currently the founder and executive director of the national transgender network sri lanka and through this boomi works to improve the lives and ex- acceptance of trans identities in the country she is not just a queen in that way she's also an award winning actor she's a talk show host and a prominent public figure for trans rights using media bumi do you want to say hi and introduce yourself to the audience we're so excited to start hi uh, thank you so much zaina for that warm introduction i'm actually overwhelming uh, <laughs> feels kind of overwhelming but thank you so much um i actually um um you know um it's it's um how can i say it's kind of a human responsibility to support the others not only live i mean live only your life but if you can bring at least bit of a light to others life that i think that's the that's the uh, most important thing that will make your life so much better and colorful i mean that's what i'm trying to do because um i always have this thing in my in my mind to become a sweet memory or a lovely memory uh, in people's heart when you're not no longer in this world right so uh, your body might leave this world but your soul and memories will remain to live in this world as a such a sweet memory so that's why i try my best to do something so as zaina mentioned i'm not a that much a big shot so i'm just a simple person <laughs> i think she's overplaying it ladies and gentlemen folks she's being very <laughs> modest here her light and her shine is seen across i mean as a part of a queer community myself i know i look up to you and i understand that you have been paving the way as well and that's what we want to launch into actually right now because i wanted to understand the issues of the trans community because we have seen you tirelessly fighting for all these years we have seen you being ridiculed as well in like a public media but also being held up in such a big light there are so many people who adore you who re- respect you and your work speaks far more than just who you what you identify as and it's absolutely beautiful and i just like to know what are the issues you are facing in your current situation and how do you face it you know with you maintaining your public image and there's so much i would like to unpack of your life boomi i think i'll start there okay maintaining is something really hard thing to do because um to be very honest i have always uh, almost lost my personal life though <laughs> just of uh, because of my career so i think the most um 
uh, key, uh, important key issue is that we are facing is acceptance. Acceptance is the key to everything, right? So when you are not accepted by your country's law, when you are not accepted by the service providing systems in your country, when you are not accepted by your own family and friends and relatives, when you are not accepted by your, um, uh, when you are not accepted by the society, then the all problem will start. So if there is no acceptance, uh, there's no freedom, there's no uh, peace in, in, in particular places. So I think the acceptance is the most um, uh, important and the key uh, uh, issues, uh, key issue. And then, but the second thing is like opportunities. So if you don't have an opportunity to live your life, If you don't have uh, opportunity to, you know, work, uh, if you don't have opportunity to uh, enjoy your life, so that's a big, that's also a big issue. So I think it's it's a collective thing, which is like you know combined uh, one to one. Yeah, there is a kaleidoscope and myriad of issues that are plaguing our community right now. But I do agree with you. Uh, acceptance is something everyone is struggling with in, within ourselves, as well as facing the fact that society, media, and so many other factors in our life from friends, family, workplaces, schools are not as accepting as we wish we could be of trans children as well as trans adults. And we see that there's quite a disparity in how people are treated and especially the queer community we see quite recently how even those police trainings as well as the way we see in the reports that are published on how many trans people are subject to abuse discrimination in the hands of institutions uh, policing agencies uh, healthcare services employment sector there are so many ways that the opportunities like you said and are not being able to be enjoyed by trans people is because they are not like you said accepted and acceptance is so important and I think mental health awareness has grown in Sri Lanka, but still it is a tough road ahead because we have a very nationalistic society as well. We have a lot of, we hide behind our religious and cultural barriers at this point to be like, oh, this is wrong, this is not right. But uh, how, Bhumi, as you, you're the expert, how have you been trying to change that? And how could we as a community help accessibility like this and opportunities to increase? question from there so so before i answer your question i would like to add something um tell something uh really uh uh you know felt if it, something like really um um general thing uh, these days in 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 our society it's not only about being trans it's about being different it's it's about being not the same it's not, uh, you know, uh, keeping yourself quiet. So if you are raising your voice against something that you feel wrong, if you are raising your voice for justice, if you are uh, uh, raising your voice for inequality, you will be a victim. You will be victimized. 
you will be marginalized you will be uh, discriminated and uh, there will be so many hate speeches towards you so it's it's about like being different if you are trying to be like so called normal life like being quiet and you know bearing everything and just trying to you know uh being silent and ah oh, that's fine this is how life and this what to do if you are remaining like that kind of a coward to be coward um you will be in your safe zone you will be have no issues on that so it's 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 uh it's about like being brave and you know um uh challenge the system so if you are doing that definitely you will be uh, discriminated and you are not you will be not accepted in this society <laughs> also to add to that boom there also i know like your brave journey definitely resonates with so many people and gives strength to so many people but a lot of people it doesn't mean they lack bravery as such as those external factors are so crippling in even just coming out to your parents or even coming out to society or even changing your the way you look or even talking differently you could be marginalized you could be discriminated against and we only hope that uh, people are able to se- uh, safely and securely be able to live their truth and be different but uh, we will try our best obviously boomi pledges this too guys that we will try our best to make sure that this environment will only be more conducive and we will grow from strength to strength so that we can provide for all those marginalized uh, persons out there that aren't able to speak up like we are we can right now i mean we have the privilege of doing so right now i don't i have a privilege of living in colombo socio economic factors as well but not a lot of people have that and your story of course goes way deeper than that which you'd obviously love to explore with you but just wanted to point that out to my audience as well because i know a lot of people who are sending us stories right now they are so brave in just being themselves and honestly i would just like to shout out to all of you listening those who sent us their stories we are so proud of you thank you so much for sharing them with us and thank you so yes, much yes 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 for the stories i mean like wow. being brave i didn't mean you know like you don't have to be so loud about your sexuality you don't have to be uh you know put a label on your forehead by saying that here i'm this i'm that but true. we are more than our labels exactly it's it's just the fact so that accepting yourself yeah you know like once you fully accepted and comfortable with yourself and and then your self confident level will automatically uh you know go up and that will give strength to you to move forward no matter what so i mean what i always say is, is like if your lifestyle and your orientation or like your gender or your desires your your go- life goals if if you if these things not harming anyone you have full right you are deserved to be have a quality life with dignity Agreed. so Agreed. it's it's you know like it's it's about like a, a collaborative and combined journey we all need uh, you know each other's support we can't as a society we can't live alone this is true. it's you know like in in a, in a some point you need others support to live so it's it's just about like accepting yourself and going i mean moving forward and the other hand you know 
be being a support to people who who are like trying to come up or like you know like um, achieve their life goals so that's a that's a good quality of of our humanity you know so um if i'm answering to your question um you was asking about uh, the work that we do right towards to break the barriers yeah i would also love to just you if you if you are comfortable with it if you could dot out your journey as well because we would love to know where this all started how ntn came into play i mean i know a bit from like 2016 how you changed the gender certificate how you live to the vhrc but i don't think our audience truly knows how of a force boomi harendran has been and what she's been doing so i would love for everyone to get a glimpse of that because your strong work is the one that is pushing us forward you and a lot of actors in our community as well as externally so with this is the my journey is a bit of um um not a bit of actually it's quite challenging like same as others because um as, as always what i'm saying is like it's not a, a rocket science thing it's not a it's not a um you know something that you can't understand it's something similar to uh you know not much but kind of a similar to everyone else journey we all are like trying to live uh, peacefully and you know accepted and loved so my journey also kind of the same thing i was uh you know realized who i am uh, totally in around 2010 so that there is where my you know journey exactly starts so then uh, the 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 difference is in my journey it was not just moving on i was trying to change the path because in a some point you will lose your control of tolerating right you will tolerate some things and you know like you will move forward okay that's fine or i'm not going sometimes to sometimes enough is enough yeah so so sometimes in a one point you will your your patience will get blast right and True. you will feel that you know you when when you're like keep getting bullied and when you're keep getting harassed when you're keep getting violated your rights and you know life and peace in in some point like you you will break that silence so that's what happened in my life it happened bit early that's that's why my journey started 10 years ago so like over these 10 all 10 years um what i wanted to do is kind of uh work that going to change or like help others life you know like i don't want to see what happened to me to happen to you know coming up generations i wanted them to create a better future so through ntm i'm i'm honestly saying i'm kind of selfish so the work that i do through ntn the national transgender network it's kind of a trying a, a, a small try to achieve my dreams right so i have you're doing this, you're actualizing uh, the dreams for everybody else as well so i yes, think that's that's what i was trying to speak <laughs> yeah uh, it's it's a good selfishness <laughs> in a way so <clears throat> recently i told my uh, staff members that 
you know what i'm using you guys to achieve my dreams they were like okay what are your dreams then i explained like i wanted to create uh 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 you know like a solid trans community who don't need to who don't need uh who, who are not dependent you know like who are not uh begging who are not uh you know worrying about like being a trans woman or a trans man who are safe in this society so so basically ntn started uh, it, it it's a creation of a, a collaborative uh community members uh, a collaboration it's like this um so um uh, in 2015 uh, you know like in sri lanka there's a uh, hiv prevention program so in this hiv prevention program uh, there was a mid term evaluation uh, so in middle of the evaluation we actually raised that there's no trans specific services trans specific networks to encourage trans women and men to you know move on move forward with their lives so with the global fund uh, support uh, we able to create this um, you know trans network as a independent network we are not depending on anyone uh, so um, network we had a kind of a idea to work towards not only advocacy part but also empowering part because you know as i always see we can change the laws we can change the policies in in you know like uh, in in i mean through processes but like developing and encouraging empowering communities happening very in a very low level nobody's uh, you know focusing on changing livelihoods so so society always blames trans women are doing sex working and this and that but they don't focus or like they don't pay attention why they do sex working right without giving them an option to live without giving an opportunity for them to earn we are blaming them for the situation that we have pulled them you know we have pushed them so that's that's something i really wanted to break like yeah. you know like sex work is uh, an honorable and oldest uh, oldest uh, work that has been across our our existence but i yeah, don't but think the that sex work that the way exactly the way in sri lanka when people are forced into it forced prostitution and the fact that they don't have other economic opportunities or accessibilities that is a thing we 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 need to discuss I'm... so um, so that's the basic uh, and main a uh, focus area of ntn providing and creating opportunity and space for trans women and men to get empowered you know be educated and oh, you know um, have a have a have a, um, a dignity full job and have a have a uh, good socio economical uh, status in their life so yeah that's how ntn baby born yeah y'all you founded ntn in 2015 uh no in 2018 2018 so years for us to you know get the support and uh, create this net but i know that you were also instrumental in the 2016 gender recognition certificate that was introduced yes as a individual uh, yes. activist i was giving my support 
to, yeah. to establish Could you tell this, us how um, that happened how that came into being because that seems like a big win for the trans community although there are gaping holes in implementation and everything else this seems like a win for the trans community and uh, the queer community and humanity in general so we just want to know how that came into play how do we go about changing policies and forms the way you have done in this point and how what was your role in this uh, so actually what happened in in 2000 before 2015 uh, there was a slightly corrupted and uh, uh, process to, for transgenders to go, go through their re- gender reconstruction process and uh, you know they have been facing so many uh, harassments when they are when they are going to change their documents so I will give you one incident. Like they have been asked by the grammar sabaka and other some officers to remove the clothes and sh- prove that you have changed your gender, right? Which is not ethical. That is so not uh, dignified, ethical, or uh, that is that is just horrible. <laughs> that's gross. I know. <laughs> so um, and they took uh, they took such a long time. To change the documents like you have to wait you had to wait I mean like a lot of people had to wait for like two three years to get the birth certificate changed which is like made their life so difficult so one person one member a, a, a trans woman uh, called Manayagam Sashini she have uh, you know, made a complaint. She went to the Human Rights Commission and made a complaint that, you know, uh, her birth certificate, birth certificate is getting delayed. So as a response to that complaint, as soon as the government changed, the Human Rights Commission have invited few people to discuss about what are the issues that LGBTIQ people face. So as a trans in the first meeting, I was the only trans member and there were like two gay guys and uh, one heterosexual uh, woman and one heterosexual man. So like only five of us were there. And, you know, like with the Human Rights Commission, we had a had this discussion. Okay, this is the uh, prominent issue that not having a proper documents according to their gender is the most prominent and, you know, very, very um, burning issue for trans community. So like they have take it as a serious uh, comment and, you know, the Human Rights Commission gave a such a uh, amazing response to it. And they were asking what we can, what they can do. So I said, like, actually we said, so it's not that we need to talk like this. We have to take each and everybody who's responsible for this process on board to a one table and discuss about it. So as a response to that request, they have invited the registration department, police department, psychiatric department, and everybody was there. And we were discussing about this issue. And, you know, there were some stupid comments made from the police department, the member who was there. Uh, you know there were some kind of arguments and you know finally we became we came to a conclusion we came we came to a solution by saying that okay let's issue a proper um, uh, certificate that's saying 
you know, this person is going through on this process. So uh, change, support them to change uh, the documents. So finally in 2015, that also like after two years, I guess, this, uh, you know, this document got approved by health ministry and registration department and came out. Now, I, I mean, like there are also some sort of um, gaps in this process because, um, you know, like the Human Rights Commission and Registration Department have circulated this circular. This is not a law. This is a policy. Uh, so um, although they have circulated among their, you know, uh, uh, service providers, there are a lot of people who are in subject to providing yes they are they are actually they are not aware about this they haven't read about it they haven't seen this uh, circular they're still questioning in in some stupid base i mean as an example you you i mean when you are going with the gender certificate gender recognition certificate you don't need an affidavit from your parents right but uh, they're still asking to bring your parents to get an affidavit about the transitioning process, which is like kind be of very a, hard, actually. And such a personal exactly, journey, and the family just, would not be just, on board on this. Exactly. Just imagine, the, I mean, you are living or like you have parents that they don't accept it and they have kicked out your from your house and you are not allowed to go to your, uh, you know, um, original area. How you can get a certificate from the Grammar Sevaka person or affidavit from your parents? So, there it seems like uh, impossible loops and jumps they have to make to be able to just get exactly, their basic rights. Exactly. And, and still, you're not getting, uh, 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 um, how can I say, amended birth certificate, which is, oh. you know, all, all again mentioned your previous details in your birth certificate. So that also kind of a discriminative thing, but like, you know, uh, one step at a time. <laughs> one so step at a time. Like, yeah. So like currently we are working on the trans protection bill in Sri Lanka. Oh, which, tell us more about uh, that. That's exciting. So, um, right. I have been in few uh, trainings in, 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 in uh, which happened in internationally. And, you know, there were like Indian, Pakistani, Bangladesh and all over, I mean, activists from all over the Asian countries. And, you know, like when we are going for these kind of conferences and we make networks, we, we make friends. Like I'm very good with, you know, uh, making friends. And I don't know, there, there's something like people start loving me. So like... One day after a conference, uh, one night, we are, when we are having a, a chit chat with, you know, other Asian country friends, this protection bill thing came up and they were asking Bumi, like, do you have a protection bill in Sri Lanka? I was like, no, what is that? So then uh, the Indian friends and Pakistani friends were started to explain about it. So basically it's a, it's a legal document, which is supposed to go to parliament and get approved. Uh, talking about all kind of a protection and access for trans people to live a peaceful, so-called normal life in their countries. 
So in this protection view, uh, it will speak about having a edu proper education without getting bullied and harassed in their schools, in their educational institutions like universities and etc. And also this will include about your right to inheritance. This will talk about right to religion, you know, have uh, whatever religion, right to, you know, follow the whatever religion that they believe. This will speak about the right to access for services. This will uh, speak about right to have non-discriminative uh, life, non-violence uh, life. Uh, I mean, like with uh, life with free violence and free discrimination. So it's kind of an all-round document that we are working on. So yeah. And is that going to be submitted and pushed across? And how can the wider community help? <coughs> Basically, uh, what we are looking from the general public to support to get uh, this um, you know document approved because this is not that we are asking a part of the country this is not, not we are asking you know permission or like power to destroy the society or the culture this is the document that we are re requesting basic uh, life freedom you know to live a life like others so called normal people you know, to have a better education, to have a better job, to 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 have a uh, you know life with their loved ones, to have a to 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 freedom to live with their families, you know, like to stop conversion therapies, like the own father raping the daughter, to correct the daughter uh, as a woman. So these kind of things are happening in a really weird and really disgusting ways. So we are asking their support to ensure trans communities' life. So that's the basic purpose of the protection bill. At the moment, we have stopped working on it. Like we have paused it because of this COVID situation, because uh, it's kind of a risk for us to gather community members and discuss about it. So we have like post it for like, it has been like two years now. So uh, I'm betting. Let's it. start it up again, Boomi. Yellow dot will yeah, follow working you on it actually. <laughs> working on it and I'm just waiting uh, for an opportunity. Uh, you know, it's, it's not an easy task because uh, it's a long process. You need to Definitely. get the input from the community and then you have to go for expertise and, you know, um, uh, policy makers and you have to do social general campaigns. It's such a quite a complex uh, road, I'm assuming, but I trust you and all our experts in this matter to steer us in that direction because the younger generation is very excited and very here to be there for these issues and to rectify earlier generational treatment of trans people and queer people in Sri Lanka. I just want to go back a bit because I realized you spoke a lot about uh, post-2010, but I would love yeah. to know pre-2010, 
young boomers <clears throat> how did it come through across what was how was your what was your mental health space like who was your support system who was your biggest critics i just want to know what how you how you are you today the bit like this amazing goddess so we just want to know back story oh i am a crazy child in my childhood i'm just very stubborn person and who had a big mouth and always fighting and kind of aggressive uh kind of a playful playful in the sense like in my childhood i had two role models role models in the sense two two people who ha- who, who i have looked up one thing one one character is a um a a a serial character the other person is a is a celebrity uh, madhuri dikshit and uh, the oh warrior princess seena oh my so, god those are my favorites so i think i am a combination of both two i mean yes so, actually the power um, and prowess of seena and the intoxicating beauty and <laughs> I can see it, Bumi. <laughs> so, um, I was looking at them and, you know, like, um, apart from that, I was always uh, trying to be me. I, I mean, I didn't have any damn idea about, like, you know, this self-love, all these uh, philosophical things, right? I just lived the moment, no, no matter who's saying what. i was always remained to be myself so um and there was a feeling that inside me that i'm not fitting to this you know uh system in the sense like i i i studied in desrai college it's a it's, it's just a boys on a school so when you are when you are uh, you know among like lot of boys right only boys you will realize and you will start feeling that you are different right yes we are different but like it's like way more different right so it it was kind of a weird and isolated feeling because when you are trying to make friends it's really hard and you are when you're not getting included with for like you know team words and you know everybody start making fun of you and especially when teachers and you know like uh, elder senior students um, start you know bullying you and um, you know uh, harassing you verbally it's kind of a weird thing and you know like i i i, I was like thinking uh, a few days ago like oh my god i had this kind of a time period right in my school and now only you know uh, very few school friends started to talk to me again and you know that some of them apologize like okay sorry machang for you know what we have done in school i can understand because you know why i can't blame that my my friends as well because that's how that's how our how our society system yeah yes, everything has also work yeah and school systems yeah so like uh, we are not giving space our children to l- learn about you know about humanity how to respect others and ex- accepting the diversity right so um, yeah so i had that kind of a um uh school time period and when i was in grade 9 in 2004 now you can guess my age 
Uh, <laughs> I'm I not very good at quick math, Bhumi. I don't think I can do this. Yeah. I'll leave it to the comment become, section. I will become 31 for this August. I mean, for this month. So, yeah. Ooh, uh, happy birthday. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I just um, pause? Can I just tell you that I want to go back and give baby Bhumi a hug? and say that thank you so much for persevering and i don't i mean i'm not a fan that you called yourself aggressive but i would like to use the word is passionate and intelligent and you knew what you wanted so i would like you to like talk about yourself in that way because that is exactly how we see you the queer community and the larger community too yeah so i mean like i like that thank you aggressive in the sense like i was a person who's who who always uh, who used to be like um, a person who quickly responding like you know like people i mean my friends used to hide my back at the last period so when the school is finished and you know like the bell rang and i'm just like keep looking my back to go home <laughs> then i'm just screaming when somebody is like saying things to me i'm just quickly responding and i'm like screaming and you know it's kind of a verbal fight so that's what i actually meant like oh mean, yes okay i'm like, so i was like <laughs> yes, i'm hot headed i guess <laughs> yes i was uh, like a horror kikili type of person i was like oh, always fighting with kids and friends uh, you know and and not in a really silent way but but is in a really really loud way Right. Do you I, have any I, support system at that time? Because we understand a lot of people go through like gender dysphoria, the understanding, so like body dysmorphia. There are so many things that uh, they go through during the adolescence and the mental health spaces for children mm-hmm. at that time must have been so hard. <laughs> and you not having any support, like how was that going through for you? I I'm, I'm I'm if I'm if I said that I didn't have any support system that was a the big lie. I had a really good friend. Still we are good friends and best friends for like almost 14 years. No, actually 17 years for our friendship. So I had a really good friend and uh, there were some teachers actually. I don't blame all the teachers, but there were uh, some teachers who are really who are really supporting that not specifically by saying that okay it's okay to be girlish or like something like that but you know like as an example i was very scared to uh, speak in english in my school right because when i started to speak in english <clears throat> i will get kind of you know like people start saying stupid things and making make you know made fun of that so then i was so scared to talk to her speak in english so um there was a teacher in i met her during my olive time period her name is like indumiya bekor there were other teachers as well but specifically why i'm saying about this teacher is this also a kind of a character that i looked up right she was a woman who have a personality it's very dominating it's very strong she's like a queen as well when she's walking into the classroom like everybody stops what they're doing and just like silence right commands that respect exactly and it she i mean she was a warrior in her personality she's not kind of a person who's like fighting but like you know i mean her her body language and her look says a lot 
so i love that i'm still trying to imitate her but i'm 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 failing that so actually she uh, she was helping me personally to improve my english she was like doing a private tuition after school she stayed like for 3 2 hours per like you know two three days per week and she was giving english lessons to me and she was like okay this should be like this and you know this this and that she was she was a kind of a life savior for me and uh, if i'm speaking um, i'm not saying good english but sort of a good english just because um, she also supported me to be a good english speaking and writing person yes so um, yeah uh, the school time was kind of a confusing and you know uh, not that much supportive but yes kind of a support okay that sounds like a roller coaster ride that we are so happy that you are here right now in all your beauty and all your form supporting trans activism uh i would just like to wrap up this podcast i am so gutted that i have to because uh, we are running out of time but thank you so much bumi for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be here would you like to give out a bit of a call out to a few people maybe what we can do as a wider community to help the trans discourse like how can we like the audience and myself make conscious changes towards the identification of your so called selfish dreams <laughs> yes so this is the thing we all are humans we live we are coming to this world to this earth to live a really short time period right and we are different we have different desires we have different goals and we are coming from different backgrounds and we are carrying different identities no matter what no matter who is that person just support each other we are human good human being end of the day we are taking only the good or bad things that we have done so be a sweet memory be a good memory be a supportive person improve your human qualities spread love not hate uh i am not asking you to accept it but if you can't accept it at least don't discriminate, discriminate. and uh and uh, don't uh, do any violative things to others because it might be a joke or fun thing to you but you have no idea what kind of a journey uh that people are going through what kind of a hard life that people are going through so try to be a reason for someone else smile someone else relief someone else happiness that's so beautiful. that someone else might be a big ally or support in your life in 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 unexpected in in an unexpected moment in your life so if you do good things good things will happen to you if you be a supportive person you will get support if you spread love you will be so loved uh, so i'm at the end of the day what i'm what, what i always say is like be a human be 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 a good human be a angelistic type human spread love um, be support don't do, don't 
don't do not discriminate do not violate others lives because we have no right to do that so yeah thank you so much bumi for your nuggets of wisdom uh thank you so much folks for tuning in i'm we are having a live community session an extension of brown table talk next week with a few queer youth trans youth uh, being the discussion will be led by queen vasi and we'll have shaida zara from the anicham uh, batiklo side and we hope to have a live session and i hope all of you all come on in then and let's uh, let's try to learn unlearn and relearn and be be just nicer like bumi said more understanding and don't discriminate you might not be able to understand something but at least be able to include them and accept them because that is their basic right it is not yours to give thank you so much folks we'll see you next time bye bye thank you so much bumi thank you